Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm Cassandra Darlin with Darlin Professional Group, and this is Darlin Discussion. I'm joined today by two wonderful gentlemen, Chad Pack and Mr. David Baker. And guys, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Yeah, awesome. Uh, my name is Chad Pack. I am your community mental health first aid instructor. Um, so we like to present the mental health first aid uh, specifically really to school systems, uh, teachers, bus drivers. Uh, cafeteria personnel, um, janitors, you know, we don't, we don't stop anywhere in there. Uh, the best thing about that, this, this certification is free and no charge at all to them. And, uh, ultimately for the whole community as, as well. So, um, I, and I love it and I, I've been doing it since August and I'm, I'm enjoying it. And what, what are some things that you go over in mental health first aid? Yeah, good question. We, we touch, I mean, it's a whole, whole course and we touch, uh, early signs and symptoms, like how to recognize these early signs and symptoms when they, when they come aboard. Uh, and even even if you miss that, we go into the worsening signs and symptoms of what uh, of, of of any disorder. It could be you know how how they how they're acting, how they're talking, uh, whether it's a panic attack to as a panic a panic attack as opposed supposed to a uh, just a social social attack. You know, it's just like in general social anxiety. Okay. So so if I were to participate in this course and become certified, would I be able to learn about various mental illnesses and disorders, substance abuse? What about suicide? Yeah. Um, so the big thing about this course is we're, we're not showing you, we're not teaching you to diagnose, right? So it's more, more the lines of, of recognizing these signs of symptoms. And yeah, we, we touch uh, suicide. That was a touchy subject for most. Um, you know, we, we get directly with the suicide questions. You know, we yeah. don't, we don't go around the bush and we do touch on psychosis and uh, which is your favorite. It is my favorite. And, and substance abuse. I mean, all that is packed into, um, uh, you know, a day course. And I say a day, it could be, it's like really half a day to a day. Um, and it's very vital and, and you get certified. Um, and, and it's good. We give you a little, little, little certificate for it. Yeah. And you get this really cool action plan that, that teaches you how to not only recognize those signs, but then what, man, I, I see it. Mm -hmm. I know something's going on, but what am I going to do to help? Right. And so just like with first aid, it, it teaches you to, to recognize the symptoms and then help and aid that person knowing that somebody else can come along beside you or after you and and really do the deep work but at least get somebody the help and, and attention that they need that's right because they really say what well, one in five um are do have that um, some um, sort of social disorder you know? yeah and that's a lot all right to take your so five friends david you're sitting here and asking chad all the questions why don't you introduce <laughs> yourself sorry first. did you want to be the mediator did yeah, you want to be the facilitator bit. the moderator um, yeah okay. a little bit it's my show it's darling discussions darling discussions yeah. i get it i get it man uh, so i'm david baker i'm a licensed <laughs> professional counselor and supervisor and uh so in my current role i provide mental health trainings like youth mental health first aid uh trauma sensitive schools substance abuse training trauma and grief uh, to the public school systems here in our area. Mm -hmm. so that's, that's really great that you're And I've learned a lot from this guy just over the past months. You know, we, we did our first uh, certification a month yeah. ago. So. 
That's great. So let's start the conversation um, with what is mental health? I know you've been talking about mental health first aid and that great program, but let's talk about what is actually mental health. Can I grab that one, David? Yeah, take it, man. Uh, Actually, this is according to mentalhealth.gov. I have it all pulled up. Um, What is mental health? It's a question. Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, uh, how we relate to others and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood uh, and adolescence throughout your adulthood. Uh, I really like this last one here. Mental health problems are common, but help is always available. People with mental health problems can get better and ultimately recover. Recovery is always that option for them and it's always available for them and recovery is completely done. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times we'll hear about mental illness or we'll hear about mental disorders, but a lot of times people have mental health struggles, right? It's not something that's necessarily going to be lifelong or going to be so terrible that it it ruins a person's life. Just like we talk about people's physical health, right? Sometimes we have a temporary illness, but it's not life altering. And this can be the same with mental health, right? You know, when we have our mental health and it's positive and it's good, it can lead to uh, full potential of our lives. It's how we cope with stresses of life. It's how we work. You know, Darling Professional Group it wants to help people be successful, wants to help employers be successful in, in who they hire and have a, a successful work group and work team. Mm-hmm. And work pro- productivity is huge yeah. when it comes to positive and mental wellness, right? Mm-hmm. If we're healthier mentally, spiritually, cognitively our thoughts are are and we're able to focus we're going to have better productivity uh it helps us make meaningful contributions to our communities right and our relationships yeah um and so some ways to maintain positive help is is get is mental help is get help if you need it right whether that is uh through professional help whether that's a, a mentor group whether that's one of the three of us right yeah. you know uh, <laughs> whether that is a, a peer group or a faith community or some sort of other self-help group that you can go to, staying positive, staying physically active, you know, thinking about the positive things going on in your life, um, getting enough sleep. That that doesn't sound, uh, oh, that's a bright idea right there, Dave. You know, get some <laughs> sleep. Yeah, get some sleep, eat. Uh, there's a great acronym called HALT when you're thinking about how a when you're going to react to an emotion, are you hungry? Are you angry? Are you lonely? Are you tired? Like, is that's what is that oh, I what love is that. driving mm. your your emotional response? I love that. Yeah. I have had, can, can I have like a T-shirt that has something about like, sorry, I was angry. I was just hungry or yeah. something like yeah. I got a matching shirt for me and my dad because we do that all the time like yeah. just feed us. You yeah, know, right. Like that. right. <laughs> we'll be over it. <laughs> I'm angry. Food. Shirts coming soon. (laughs) So it's halt before you have before you react, before you have an emotional reaction. Are you hungry? Are you angry? Are you lonely? Are you tired? Right, right. And so, yeah. And and so, getting enough sleep, getting enough nutrients, getting a bottle of water. Right. We we started with hey, let's have some water. You know, Um, and developing coping skills. And that's what programs like Youth Mental Health First Aid or Mental Health First Aid or ASK or groups like the professional group that Darlin' Professional Group or individual counseling can help 
you do. So what I'm hearing is like mental health's not just for people who are having psychosis. By the way, psychosis is having hallucinations, delusions, or bizarre thoughts, bizarre thoughts, things like that. It's um, just in case you were like, what is psychosis? Um, anyways, so it's not just for people who are having psychosis or you know, people that were like, oh, that person's crazy. He's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not just the crazy. It's for everybody. It Everybody yeah. has is somewhere on that spectrum of mental health. I mean, my goal one day is to be considered the crazy uncle. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe the funkle, like the fun uncle. The funkle. Uh, there it is. The funkle. You could be the fun uncle. Yeah. I'm going to be the fun uncle. <laughs> the funkle. Yeah. That's coming soon, maybe, or? Well, I'm an uncle. I just don't know how fun I am. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Back on. All right. Back on well, subject, back um, on so like you were saying, the focus of Darlin Professional Group is to help people improving their mental health at the workplace. And so when talking about mental health at work, um, you know, the question comes into what makes a great employee? And I asked David particularly to join us today because your focus is on children and adolescents. And who uh, we hope will be working one day. Yes. Let's let's hope. <laughs> yep. um, this is when people are starting to build their ideas for careers and their work ethic, um, if any. And so my question to you, David, is what do you think sets a good foundation for an employee? And are there any theorists that you think speak to this topic? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, you better say Donald Super. Oh, Donald Super! Yeah, he's a pretty good dude. Yeah, he, he's he's done some great work, man. I th I think he's like well known or something. But yeah, no, there's this guy Donald Super. He's got this uh, this model. Of he's career. calling in right now. Yeah, <laughs> model of career development. I I told you guys when we hit it big, he's gonna be calling in. No, uh, he's he's got this career of uh, theory of career development, right? And it starts with kids, children, mm -hmm. right? How do children develop in a way that will promote being a good worker, joining the workforce, doing well. Ideas like curiosity, right? And and how do we help develop curiosity in children, right? We encourage them. Hey, oh, that's cool. What is that? You know, or we help by explaining to them what things are. If we see them playing with something, we may, de depending on what age they are, what stage of development they are, you know, we might give them the words to describe it, right? right? Or we may allow them to touch and feel and and, and play with things. Yeah, like know? infants and toddlers, they're all sitting there and touching and tasting yeah. everything. Everything goes yeah. into the mouth. They're really curious about the world around them, trying right. to figure out what's going on. But when you think about, you know, they're trying to figure out what career they want to be in, too. They're looking at everything that they see, everything that everybody does, and whatever they're exposed to. Like, I know my daughter, she's only exposed to, like, the teachers at school, the people at her church and, you know, like, and me and a couple of my friends, like that's all she's really getting exposed to. She's not exposed to a bunch of different careers really. Yeah. Well, and then even that is, you know, especially within the last two years, I won't mention the term, the word, but in the last two years we have not been exposed to as much as we have in the past. Right. Know? And so well, we've been exposed to something. Well, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> not, but it's easy as parents, as easy as caregivers, as adults to want to protect children. Mm -hmm. But part of the, the way that we learn is is through the process of sometimes it's failure, sometimes it's hurt, but sometimes it's 
success by allowing them to do something for themselves, right? So, so a child or a young person can be curious about something, but we may think, oh, we know better for you. Don't do that. Right. Or we're going to protect you from that. And so what we do, the next step is, so you're curious, but the next step is, are we going to explore? Are we going to have exploration? Mm -hmm. Well, if we are hindering that exploration because yeah, they're curious. They made that first developmental milestone. I'm curious. I want to know what this is like, but somebody's holding me back. I can't go explore. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I like, I want to be a chef. Well, no, you can't get around the oven. No, <laughs> right. No, right. no child, no, you know, yeah. like, okay, well maybe just, but I'm 19 crack. now, mom. <laughs> <laughs> let them crack the eggs, you know, like yeah. I, I learned like, Start like that. Exactly. okay. So yeah. like my kids are 10 years apart. And I realized with my son, I was like, no, you can't be around the oven. You can't be around the oven. You can't be around the oven. And now he's a teenager. And I'm like, hey, cook something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so, all like, no. <laughs> no, what it really was is women are in the kitchen. Son, go outside and mow the yard. No. No. <laughs> no. no, he won't mow the yard podcast, either. That's you know, a different podcast. A different hey, but we may need to do that my, one. My, yeah, hey, that's a different podcast. Um, so, yeah, so a child's got to be able to explore, right? A young yeah. person's got to be able to explore. And as you move into adulthood, into your work, one, one of the developmental barriers that I'm seeing and p other professionals around me are seeing is uh, a generation who is not willing to explore and try new things, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. If if they can't find it on YouTube, on an on a podcast, right? No, if they can't find it somewhere <laughs> around here, if they can't find it on, a, they're not willing to go explore. They're not willing to take a phone that's busted up and falling apart and taking apart, see how it works. Right, right. right. They're not willing to put that curiosity into action. Mm -hmm. um, and um, that kind of goes into like some of the the key figures part that super had too. I know I'm skipping information, okay. but with key figure like the examples cuz yeah. I know like if the children I I realize this with both of my children, if I don't go in there and show them how to play, mm -hmm. they don't know how to play. Like children yeah. are not born with the innate sense of here's a doll, this is how you play with it. They have to watch the parents, you know, play with children or do something, you know, like, um, so that they know, Oh, this is how I play. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's what, that's what they do. And, um, sitting down and spending time playing with your kids and, and, and showing them like, this is what you do with these toys and stuff. And we think yeah. that, Oh, they've seen it on TV or they, whatever they, mm -hmm. they know how to do it. And they don't always know how to do that. No, no. Well, and, and that's why we come alongside them and, and You've heard the the teach see do or the see mm -hmm. teach do, see, teach, do yeah. yeah this you know but that's that's true we have these people even that you know Bandura's social learning was we learn by watching others mm -hmm. but we also learn by doing mm -hmm. yeah right and and in this you you said you were just going to skip information but it actually keys right into information it right? does you know kids learn in different ways depending on one developmental style cognitive ability right, right? do mm -hmm. I have the ability to process what you're trying to, to give me, right? right. And then w one idea is that we can all learn different ways. I, you, you give me a one hour, one hour lecture, an hour and a half lecture, you're done. I'm done. Like yeah. I tuned you out within 20 minutes, mm -hmm. right? But you give me a book to read right along with you, I'm good. Kinesthetic learners, people that have to have fidgets all the time or they have to learn by doing, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and unfortunately, 
and honestly, right now our current school system is not set up for different types of learning like that, right? Right. It's either a lecture or it's mm. now it's a get in front of your phone, get in front of your computer. Right. You know, Which, and we've I lost mean, that. It, it does incorporate a little bit more of the, the physical, them doing a little bit of something, but not as much as they need to be doing yeah. for those hands-on learners. Um, I was also going to say this would be a great time to talk about like Piaget and Erickson yeah. about like their developmental, like talking about how people process information. So people like Piaget and Erickson, they studied the various developmental stages of children and adults from not only how we think and how we process information, but even motor development skills. Mm -hmm. right? And why a two-year-old, when you show them the face of a bear, they can describe the face of the bear. But when you turn the bear backwards, all they can describe to you is the backside of that bear. Right. right? They cannot um, describe what the face of the bear looks yeah. like. And they don't understand why you see a face and they see a backside. Mm. Yeah. Because they don't have that ability yet. Right. Right. So understanding those developmental stages is important. Yeah. I think I, I, it, it's so incredible whenever you're around children and observing those different stages that they're in because it's like you sit here and think, well, I just told you about all this information. Why don't you know yeah. this? And it's like, well, they see it in a completely different yeah. way. Or it's so concrete versions. Um, like I was at a basketball game one time with um, like five-year-olds, right? And before the game started, they told everybody to shake hands. Well, all the little kids, they went like this. They shook their hands. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> they, weren't, do this. they weren't shaking it, you right. know, because they weren't processing it in the yeah, same way. Exactly. You know, like it, it totally... Neither of the kids thought for a second, oh, this means actually grab yeah, another person's hand. In in roles that I've been in and I've had to interview people for, for jobs and I'm and I'm thinking, man, this person holds it together for an hour long interview, but are they really gonna make it mm -hmm. in the field? And so how do we look at do you have that those stages that Super was talking about? Do you have that curiosity? But then can you put that exploration into into action? Right. Can you gather information and use that information for your for your job? Right. Or are you one that needs to be told every step of the way what yeah. to do? And if I leave something out, that means you can't do it either. And if I leave a step out and you miss that step, now I'm doing your work and my work. Why do I need you? Well, and, but there is something to be said about those people who are really great at following instructions and just the letter of the law. You know, those are really great for some of the, I mean, the lower paid positions. You still need to have those people in place. But, yeah, for the more managers and supervisors, right. they need to be the people who have more of that exploration, that curiosity, who can say, okay, yeah, I see this, and I'm going to fix it this way. Yeah, so that goes into putting the right person in the right position mm -hmm. based on their skill set, based on their developmental abilities, right? Yeah. And so it it might not even be a matter of pay scale. It's a matter of putting the right person in the right yeah. position for their That's unique true. abilities and skills and strengths. Yeah. Right. So that they can prosper, so that your group can prosper, your team can prosper. That's why you have five people in a basketball team and you know, not one. 
Yeah, that's true. You, you know, and those against people the on the basketball fight. team need to be able to yeah. follow the coach without question. <laughs> yeah, right. And they're getting paid a lot more than we are. <laughs> but, but you know what? I've been in situations where people are afraid to ask questions and they mess up. Yeah. Or they or they overthink because they don't have the confidence to know because maybe they've been stifled in that exploration stage. Like, you know, if I do this, yeah. maybe instead of maybe they've been told, don't do that. You'll mess it up instead of I'd rather you mess it up. Hopefully mm -hmm. then, you know. Yeah, or like uh, you need to, when the parents come back and they're like, you do this just because I said so. Don't ask me why. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, my goodness. I have caught myself doing that. But oh, yeah, at the same too. time, like I have to come back and be like, do you really want your child not to ever question, not to ever try yeah, different right? things? Like, yeah. right. No, I don't want that. You so, know? yeah. So then how does that relate to growing up and moving into the workforce? Right. Right. Because, you know, do you want for your position, you've got to think about if you're a hiring manager, you're hiring supervisor, or you're starting your own business and you need a, a position filled or you need some su support. What type of person do you need in that position? Do you need a person in that position who can think for themselves and think critically? Or can you use or do you need somebody who's going to follow the letter of the law? Right. Right. You got to think about exactly what you need in that position. And then you got to think about. Who can you supervise? For instance, if I'm a forest, I see the forest, but I'm not very good at giving the details, and I hire somebody that needs all the details, we're not going to work well together, mm -hmm. right? If I'm somebody who needs a broad perspective in that position, and I hire somebody who not only sees the trees, but is looking at the bark, yeah, not, not going to... Right. Not going to work. Right. Yeah. And so you've got to know, do you need that internal locus of control or do you need that external? Like I can do things on my own or I need somebody else to tell me. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, yeah. Back to these. Yeah. Do okay. I know the importance? Do I know the importance of time? Right. Yeah. Do I have that internal time clock or do I need somebody else to say, OK, and this should take you 15 minutes. Get it done. 15 and minutes. with Donald Super, he really pointed out like with the time perspective, like moving towards your goals, you know, like having that ability to say, hey, I'm working towards this and I am doing things to achieve towards these goals. Mm -hmm. And that's really important. You know, yeah. and kids need to learn that super early because, um, it, I mean, it helps you all throughout life, you know, mm -hmm. being able to move towards goals and especially in the workplace, you know, like are we achieving, are we working towards achieving a project? Or are we just lollygagging and, and talking yeah. and, and hanging out? <clears throat> Which right now we're lollygagging and talking and hanging yeah. out. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think this is important. For, yeah, no. You know, because, because, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's, good. it's good. It's fun. Um, but what do you need from your employees? Yeah. 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 Actually, I like that analogy. You use the forest. That's really nice. The forest, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a forest guy. <laughs> so run, we call you run, forest, forest guy. Run. <laughs> run, forest, run. We were both thinking. You're a, you're a woodsman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've smacked into a couple trees that way. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that might have been why I got in the field I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's pitchy perfect, man. Yeah, yeah. It works. It works. All right. So, um, and then the next thing was the self-concept. Like, how you view yourself yeah. 
is um, something super important for employees. And especially like I think in the interview process, whenever somebody's coming in and if they don't feel very good about themselves, if they're depressed, if they're anxious, they're not going to be able to do very well in that interview. And I think that's so important before you go into an interview, um, you know, maybe get some help on that if you don't have that. Yeah. And, and children, they develop their view of themselves so much um, when they're young, you know, and from their parents and their peers. I mean, obviously it's more from the parents when they're little. And then as they yeah. become adolescents, it's more from their peers. So, yeah, yeah that, that, that's a huge part of growth and development is trying to figure out, you know, do I f- follow my parents' path or grandparents' path or aunts or uncles, whoever's taking care of us, right? Right. Um, or do we define our own path? And as we get older and you get into your teen and adolescent years, you start to withdraw a little bit from the parental figures and go more with the crowd that you're hanging out with, yeah. right? But that's natural to do. Mm-hmm. And that's some of the things we talk about in mental health first aid, right, mm-hmm. is, is looking at what is typical for an age group versus what is starting to be some of those warning signs and those oh. worsening signs. Oh, Chad, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I mean, basically, you know, you're going to have your typical and, and, and warning signs. So if you do see these, um, whether it's your family member or friends or, or kids, you know, whatnot, you know, this course will, will you take a step back and you, you analyze it, you know, is, is, this a, is this a common thing, you know, um, are there, uh, is, it, is it happening, re, you know, currently uh, reoccurring occasions, you know, so you kind of get all those into effects. You know, and we, we can have a course here today. We can definitely, uh, me and David can go ahead and get a book. <laughs> so let's do it. Of course, let's do it. No. no, just give me uh, an example no. of like, okay, so we're talking about kids right now. Um, tell me if there was um, a 17 year old. All right. And tell me something that would be a warning sign that you would know that his self-concept's not very good. His self-esteem is pretty low. Like, give me a warning sign for because seventeen-year-olds are really hard to read. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and you know, so I guess I can go back to the Waco Center uh, for Youth Days. Waco Center for Youth Days, because uh, you know I personally don't have any kids myself. So you know, and I'm uh, and my family has smaller kids. So working with them, so you definitely see a lot of things. So it could be uh, a nervous tick. You know, something that. Um, what do you say? What I'm saying is, if they see something that makes them a trigger, you know. You, you can have, you can prevent that from happening. So something, you know, and they do talk to you. They do, they, they open up, at least the ones that I've spoken to and worked with, you know, and, and we come together and, and I'm able to, to see these uh, before they actually happen. That's because you're just so magnetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're just like, oh my God, Chad, oh my you're God. so cool. Chad, what's up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> no, sir, we don't do that here. <laughs> Come on, bro, what's up? No. <laughs> don't tell my, you know, but, team leader. But you know, what if what we talked about if they might withdraw from parents because that's natural to go with their yeah. friends? What if they start withdrawing from their friends, too? Yeah. Right? And that's what I was going to get to. You know, yeah. then if they start withdrawing from their friends, you know, there's. It, as a typical teenager, you're going to go through a lot of ups and downs and changes. That's facts, mm-hmm. uh, and we we can all we all went through that, you know. Yeah. Uh, no matter what the situation is, oh, dude, I was walking different. on water. Oh, <laughs> I, I, you know, and, and everyone's different, so we yeah. all have our different lifestyles. Some, and I'm not saying any of this is wrong. You know, we all grew up in, in poverty, or some grew up in, in in richness. Some people grew up in grandparents or cousins, so they're going to take different actions. Um, and it's just you know, and, and they take that and they. They, and they and they present it with their life, and that's why they get placed in. And that's why it's so hard to tell. Like, is there something wrong? Yes. 
or is this okay? But you're saying like, if they totally withdraw from the people that they even normally talk to, then that would be a sign. Okay. So teenagers out there, like keep talking to your friends. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, and the last thing that super talked about with children is like planfulness. And um, again, I think that was more towards like working towards your goals and, and having something, a plan in place that like, okay, we're, we're doing this, we're moving forward. We're so that was a lot like time. uh, Yeah. Planfulness. And here's the thing. How many people in professional roles or not professional roles change their majors? Oh my goodness. Right here. Right. I think I heard something one time that said like, the average American changes their profession like seven times. Yeah. Seven times. In their life, yeah. Well, and and you know what else is? It's changing now, but man, there's nothing wrong with going to work as a plumber. Or there's nothing wrong with going the to plumbers work. Plumbers make good well, money. Uh, we, right? We, it's, we, I mean, we need every every position yeah. out there. We right. someone we need those. So we yeah. need so, the so Chick-fil-A okay. workers. It's okay I you need, didn't go to college for that. I need y'all I need y'all to go work at Whataburger. Amen. <laughs> I, I need that. Like you talk about coping skills. It's not good for my. It's not good for my pants. It's not good for my belt. But man, it, it's good a, for your a good water health. burger and a diet coke. Uh, Chad knows my diet coke. A good water burger and a he diet had coke. two today this morning too. Well, Chad, you know Sorry. too. About That's because I was riding with you, dude. I needed the extra. The extra. <laughs> you know about my my Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like every day, I drive hungry. across there. But, you don't do the sauce. You don't do the Polynesian I, sauce. Not the Polynesian sauce or the Chick Fil A sauce. I use the ranch. That's but anyways, it's a whole nother conversation. Mine's We're the, Mine's the honey barbecue. Okay, there you go. You gotta get that <laughs> that that Jesus chicken, <laughs> right? <laughs> Calories don't count. Buy it on Saturday that we can eat it on Sunday. That's that's it, right? Buy <laughs> Saturday night. Buy it right before they close. Yeah, yeah. there, there you, you go. I mean, you're good. You got your Sunday. You got your Jesus chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new song. By, uh, was it Newsboys? Is Jesus, it? Jesus Chicken? I'm just making what it up. You're, I'm just making okay. it up. <laughs> Newsboys one day is going to contact us know, and right? be like, "We're just going to start name dropping." <laughs> According to Newsboys, <laughs> at Newsboys. Okay, so sorry, um, we're way off now. Yeah, totally way off. But Donald Super had some great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> they were super, <laughs> super. Oh, way to go, Donald. That's super. <laughs> Supper. Can we call him Don? Good job, Don. Good yeah. Don. Don. <laughs> Super, Super Don. Don. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that. Oh, my goodness. Poor Donald. Dude. Back in school. <laughs> like, I can't imagine. Super Don. So while people were going through these stages, poor Donald was getting picked on. <laughs> and he. I'm be- planning for you. <laughs> this is why he became a therapist well, later. <laughs> as I was saying, he, he can relate to them. But like, well, because that happened, I am Super Don. Don Super, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Any, for a reason. So the point of today was about talking about all these different stages. And and so um, setting a great example for kids, um, being there for kids and letting them explore their creativity and their self-esteem is very important so that the future generations will be great employees. They'll have great mental health. Um whether they're at work or home or wherever. Right, right guys? Right. I always say kids are our future. So you, yeah. you, you do one upon them, what they will do upon their young, you know? But also for us nowadays is like when we're thinking about like all the issues we have, maybe considering 
did we foster this or did our parents foster this in us when we were kids? And, you know, how can we help ourselves in that way? Maybe we're not exploring anymore. Maybe whenever we're thinking about changing our career, are we exploring other careers? Are we thinking about that? Or are we just being like, hmm, okay, I am only thinking about what I come across, uh, Chick-fil-A and Whataburger <laughs> <laughs> and my therapist. Um, Chick-fil-A pays 18, Whataburger pays 12. You yeah. Know where, you know, <laughs> right, where we're 11. Okay, there we go. Well, <laughs> this is, we know <laughs> the prices for how much they're paying right now because um, we've thought about it. <laughs> yeah, right? Facts. Right. So, I have a master's degree and I'm making 18. <laughs> and then it's like, like, I could be a manager at Chick-fil-A for 22. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go there. <laughs> but anyways, not trying to promote At what point Chick-fil-A. does all this get edited out first? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, kids are our future, you know, so yes. I, I rely heavy on that. And I, I working at Winkle Center for you just taught me that. And that was yeah. just a great job. Yeah. Is and that I where you were working eyes. before you were working here? Many years ago, okay. prior. But it opened my eyes. That's my first uh, encounter, I guess you can say, with the mental health uh genre in that facility and professionals and you know i, I wouldn't even go to school at that point for that mm-hmm. um i absolutely loved it it, yeah. was just, it was great just to help them out and, and getting their feedback okay and the education system right now is is i mean kids are there eight hours a day right right they're they're the majority of their waking time <clears throat> and so much uh mental health help and support is needed in in the yeah. education system and so props to the teachers, to the counselors, to, oh, yes. to the bus yes. drivers, to the yes. to Way the janitors, cafeteria no. workers, the, the sanitation health. folks. I that mean, includes everybody. Everyone. Behavioral health aides. Just yeah. You know, I I always thought that the janitors at my school when I was growing up gave me more mental health help than anybody else. Now there was one that everybody made fun of because he had a whistle. If you're from Snyder, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> the rest of them were mm-hmm. always like. They taught me, you know, to be respectful to people. They would talk, you know, like mm-hmm. taught me a lot of things that my grandparents taught me to like enforce that, like about shaking people's hands, um, being polite to people in the hallways. Cause they were always the ones that were there and saw things when the teachers did it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was the janders hanging out in the hallways, making sure everybody's like, mm-hmm. throw that know. away. Yeah. I see you darling. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> don't be holding hands in the hallway. <laughs> You know, respect yourself, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. and um, just, it was always great that they made such an influence in my life, even though they didn't have the degrees or anything like that. So anyways, thank you guys for all your comments. Thank I you. keep hitting my notebook. Sorry for all that sound. Appreciate you inviting us. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's always good to Appreciate see the good David Baker. Great Chad. Chad back. This was great and um it was really funny and I hope the listeners enjoyed all the laughs too. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet they're all hungry after listening to this. Watch, next time we show up, they'll know when we're here and they'll have Chick-fil-A and Whataburger. (laughs) Heck yeah. Sweet and spicy bacon burger. I'm just saying that's my favorite. Double meat cheeseburger, (laughs) mayonnaise, ketchup, only large fries, Coke Zero. Yeah. Coke Zero. Yeah. Okay. He is all about the Coke Zero. It's weird. Anyway. Delicious. I just drink water, y'all. So I used to say I could eat a hamburger and French fries three meals a day, and I looked to like it too. <laughs> so I had, I did drop to like once a day. Well, we definitely me. appreciate you uh, inviting you, us here and, and sharing our experiences first off, yeah. and, and knowledge, and, and expressing you know how I greatly appreciate mental health first aid to, to yeah. 
Yeah, let's put a last plug in for mm. our um, businesses. So, Darlin Professional Group, we help with workplace training and mental health and also do individual counseling. Chad does. Chad Pack, I do. I'm a mental health first aid instructor for youth, for adults. Um, so, it's, it's available out there. David Baker. <laughs> I provide mental health supports to public schools. I also do individual counseling, and I supervise... LPC associates like me, like Cassandra, hey. yeah, who are up and coming mental health professionals, yeah, doing great things like this. So thank you, yeah. Cassandra, for having us. Yeah, thanks. And and thank you for doing what you do. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. Everybody just like we'll that's a wrap. Kumbaya, yeah. That's a wrap. <laughs>